It's the Locked on Flyers podcast for Tuesday, January 16th, your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high-quality content that is pretty thrilled the Flyers were perfect on that road trip. Yeah, solid road trip for sure. We're going to get into the game against the Blues, plus it's Phantoms Tuesday, and we'll have a report from Russ from the All-American Prospects game. Your Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, and thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on the app formerly known as Twitter at rmiriam. I'm here as always with Russ Cohen, who's on all your favorite social media apps at Sportsology. We are at Locked On Flyers on Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, and Twitter as well. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. You can find us over on YouTube, we're on the SiriusXM app, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to get our latest episode as soon as it's available here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, first off, want to thank Haley from Locked On Blues for joining the show yesterday in my absence. Uh, it was a great conversation and a little fortuitous about that Blues game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she called it pretty good. I mean, she's, you know, she she knows that team. So uh, thanks again to her. And uh, speaking of that Blues game, uh, still a little concerning about Sean Couturier being out yeah. uh, with the injury. Um, I think your past points about the uh, bye week not coming soon enough is, is uh, definitely true. Uh, we have a bunch of games to get to before that point. But in the meantime, Noah Cates is back in action. And the timing, given Sean Couturier being out, could not be better, honestly. Yeah, it was, it, you know, he played well. He was getting in on scoring chances. I, I felt like he did play a really good game. Um, it was probably good the way they eased him in. So he he looked comfortable. Like, he, you know, his speed was good and then, and, you know, he was his offense was pretty good, so I, I thought he looked good. Yeah, and I, I felt like he wasn't afraid of getting into battles along the boards. Like I think he he was playing um, maybe a little stronger than some guys I've seen coming back from injury in those situations. Yeah, I think I you know I I, I think because he was a guy that was in such great condition uh, that he managed to you know, yeah. not lose too much. I think there is something to that. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, one thing that I appreciated was of him coming back was that they had a better way to play 12-6 than yeah. they did in in previous games. And I think that helped everybody across the board. It did. It did. But we're, so, we're soon looking at a different kind of 12-6 that's going to ruffle some feathers and it's coming. But right now for this game, yeah, it was it was a much better lineup. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, it's still unfortunate that Drysdale's out uh, sick, uh, you know, after such a great beginning to his Flyers tenure to have him be sick right away. I'm sure like the whirlwind of the trade and the travel and everything, you know, that just leaves you open to things like this. So, you know, it's not his fault, but it's just like you you do have to wonder how that's going to work when he's ready to go. 
Yeah, I mean, it's there's going to be changes on the blue line, and there'll be changes, you know, with the forward group too. Like all these things are coming, but yeah, we just don't know when. Right. Uh, getting back to the game uh, in St. Louis. Oh, and Tippett, man. Uh, you know, obviously they were like harping on it on the broadcast a little bit, and appropriately so that you know he's been told to shoot the puck more and get it on target. Well. He got it on target. I wish more of them went in, but honestly, like that goal he had was worth all of those shots. Yeah, I mean, it, it was good to see him get the payoff because he he was shooting a little wildly early on. But yeah, I mean, if that's what they want him to do. That's you know he did it, so good for him, and he did get his goal. Yeah, and it was just such a great move. So I uh, I was definitely thrilled for him and. You know, we had talked, I think, in last week's mailbag a, a little bit about Owen Tippett and that he, you know, he really needed to produce. And now yes. he's been producing pretty consistently, which is good for him and good for the team. Yeah, I mean, they need they need his goal scoring. His It can't just be all potential. And, and so lately he's really helped him. The other thing, too, is that Ryan Paling has continued to play really well when he's moved up in the lineup. I think... You know, we talk about some guys, and we're going to get into the phantoms coming up. We talk about some guys that play better at the NHL level versus the AHL level for some reason. And then Ryan Paling, I think, is one of those guys that plays better when he's moved up in the lineup than on the fourth line. Yeah, he definitely could be more of an offensive threat. I don't know if it's sustainable, but, you know, the goal he got was really good, and it definitely stunned the Blues at the time. I know yeah. the Blues tied it up after, but... The Blues were, like, at that point in the game, they were probably feeling really good about things. Even when they tied it, I don't think anybody thought that they were going to win that game. But had that goal not gone in, the Blues could have, you know, maybe turned the game. Because I feel like things may have been starting to turn for them. And then that goal went in. It was a bank shot. Really smart play from yeah. Paling. And that really did change things. I felt like that that kept them off balance. It really did. And... I don't know if it's actually true. It just feels that way as a Flyers fan sometimes. But the Flyers, it feels like, tend to get stung by end-of-period goals. Yeah. Like in the last 30 seconds of a period, they give up a goal and it kills momentum and all of that. And so when it does happen the other way and the Flyers can get one, it just, like, it just makes me so happy because yeah, sure. like, it just I mean, feels because, like the shoe is on the other foot. Yeah. Those, those things are, are killers. You know, that, that changes the game plan. It, it, it changes everything. So yeah, I mean, you had to feel good about that. Absolutely. Um, I also want to talk about Cam Atkinson because he had had such a great game against the Jets and, you know, getting that weight off of his shoulders, like literally and figuratively um, felt really good. And so I just want to talk about his like continued momentum. And I think he still looked like he was that guy that hadn't scored in two months in this game that he didn't like take the foot off the gas at all, which was great. Yeah, no, I mean, he definitely continued on and the effort was there and everything was there for him. So, yeah, I, I think it, it, it's something that he should be able to sustain at least to the, uh, until the break, you would hope. Yeah, I think so, too. I really think another one is coming for him soon. I think that he, he just had some really good opportunities in this game. And um, one, one of the things that I also wanted to talk about was the physicality 
-hmm. this game, which, you know, you kind of expected to a large degree because of the similarities and styles between the two teams. But, you know, you look at the overall stats and sure enough, it played out like you would expect where like the Blues like blocked even more shots than the Flyers did Yeah, in this game. Um, and they were like hitting, they were really they hitting were. in this game and just trying to take, you know, this, like, I can't believe, you know, in this day and age, we're talking about the Flyers and speed in the same conversation, but yeah, well, Flyers it. did yeah. have a lot of speed. It, yeah. And so it's just nice to be able to talk about it. But I think that's the strategy that the Blues tried to use in order to slow the Flyers down. Yeah, no question. I, I, I agree with that fully. And yeah, it just, you know, the Flyers overcame that. One other thing I, I did want to mention, because they keep mentioning it on the broadcast, Igor Zamula is, is not in there or shouldn't be in there just because he could play the power play. He's playing well in all phases of the game. It's not just the power play. And I hope the coach sees that because if he does yeah. think that it's just a power play, then he's going to be the guy that gets replaced, but he shouldn't be the guy that gets replaced. Yeah, I think so too. And I think he has gotten smarter in terms of how he does zone exits in yeah. terms of whether he skates it out or makes a pass. I think he's, you know, he's playing real heads up hockey and just watching the play develop um, a little bit better, I, I think. And yeah, I agree. I think his all around game is really good right now. Yeah. I mean, he's limited his mistakes. He's strong. He's fast. You know, he, he does things by the book. He may not have the greatest shot, but it's a decent shot where at least he gets on net. So there's something to be said. The other thing is, and we're, we're going to keep an eye on this, all this Nick Sealer talk for the extension. Now I am not shocked that they're going to keep Nick Sealer. Like we talked about that, whether I think they should or not, I think you know where I fall on that, but right. they got to be careful of what kind of deal they give Nick Sealer. Like just because the coach likes him, that's where the GM really has to come in and say, look, it's a, it's a two year deal. And that's it. That's the most I'll give you. I'll give you a slight raise. This is what, what we'll offer you now if you want that security, but you can't go, signing them for three or four years. You can't, there's a certain dollar value too. That would be too much for Nick Sealer. And this is where John's influence has to be mitigated a little bit by management. Yeah, I think that's fair just because we will have prospects that'll right. need to have a space to grow and especially trading for Drysdale. I mean, right. you know, you have to make room for, for these guys as they you can't come just be up, one uh, guy every year. Like it's not fast yeah. enough. And and that's that's the whole thing of it. I, I know they're they're kind of doing it slowly. Well, Zamula's a success. There's other guys that could be a success this year too, if they got the chance. And whether they get the chance after the deadline, we'll see, but they may not. Speaking of those guys, uh, a few of them are in Lehigh Valley. Amazing transition there, Russ. Yep. And uh, we we will talk about the guys in Lehigh Valley coming up next. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. They've got killer deals on last-minute tickets, and with their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting excited for all the fun you'll have. Uh, my favorite parts of the Game Time app is that it's great for getting notified about last-minute tickets and flash deals. 
Plus, you can get that all-important view from your seat. As I'm on vacation right now, I got a last-minute ticket on game time to Rangers vs. Caps here in Washington, D.C., and it was a really good time. Uh, they've got the deals right up to the start of the event and even up to an hour after it starts. Also, the tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. You can take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time, download the game time app, create an account, and use the code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem with the code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We will be answering your mailbag questions on tomorrow's show, so get those in. You can email us at LockdownFlyers at Gmail. Send us a message on the app formerly known as Twitter or comment over on YouTube. Uh, Russ, those very Lehigh Valley phantoms that we were just talking about had a two-game weekend this week, uh, both of which were wins. And yeah, we finally got a good weekend in. We did. And last week when we were talking about the Phantoms, I think I was practically in tears begging the universe uh, for a win against the Hershey Bears. And we got it. Russ. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. That that seemed to have been a big hurdle. But no, this is, you know, this is something they needed and they need more weekends like this to get out of the spot they're in. But it's a good step forward. It really is. And, you know, they are now 16, 13, 5 and 1, uh, seventh in the division still. But if you look at the standings, the middle of that division is kind of tight. You have Hershey like way ahead of the pack right. here. Uh, but the middle of the division is similar to the Metro right now. And there is room for the Phantoms to make some strides here. So, you know, I, I think that if they can continue this positive momentum, I think that they do have a shot of making the playoffs here. Yeah. I mean, they, they have the talent to do that. There's no reason to think they can't go on a little bit of a run here. Uh, when you got the goaltending that they have, which I think is good. And I think it's just a matter of starting to stick with the same lines now, like, you know, and I see that they're starting to do that a little more, but there's still a bunch of tinkering. I, I think, I do think the tinkering has to get put to a minimum. I really do. Yeah. As long as the tinkering kind of sticks with the fourth line right. of who's in and out, I think yeah, then I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's better here, but we've got the um, top line that was working really well earlier in the season of Lazinski with Lixell and Tuomala back together. And, um, you know, th that works really well. I think they, they did need to be broken up for a little while to sure. figure out who they were on their own as players. And of course, Lixell was uh, up with the Flyers for a couple of weeks. Uh, but Tuamala really gained so much from being on his own for a little bit. And now that he's back with that group, it just makes them look even better, I got to say. Yeah, there's no question Tuamala is is looking great. Again, I know fans are getting super excited, like, hey, you should come up to the NHL level. I really want him to, to get this year in. You know, if you bring him up for a couple games because there's injuries, fine. You could throw him on the power play, limit his 5-on-5 five five with the Flyers. But he shouldn't stick with the Flyers this year. He needs to stick with this team and try and help this team get in the playoffs. That would do him much better. That would be a, a much better thing for him. 
Yeah, and he is the Phantoms representative to the AHL All-Star Game, well which I think is, yeah, absolutely. I think he was the exact I mean, we can make an one. argument for Cooper Marodi and stuff, but it, it's better if one of their young guys gets it, so that's Yeah, fine. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's so funny because he, um, obviously his English has gotten a lot better, but like the way he was told, like Lappy was like, Hey, have you ever been to California? And he's like, no. And like, he just didn't understand why right. this like, why weird conversation was, yeah. why he asking me this? Cause like, that's where the AHL all-star game is. But, um, I think that, yeah, it is absolutely well-deserved and, Ali Lixell, you know, I think coming back to the Phantoms after basically sitting for a couple of weeks was hard for him to kind of get back into the intensity of the AHL schedule. But yeah. he's back back on the horse, I would say. Uh, two goals on Friday, um, you know, and a, a goal and an assist on Saturday. And he also looks really good on the power play, I have, I have to say. Yeah, no question. I mean, again, he's a really good player at the AHL level, especially goal scoring. Like his his goal scoring is needed on that team, and he comes through on that. So, you know, as far as the rest of his career, who knows? But with that team, he's super valuable. Speaking of that power play, um, you know, you add Cooper Marodi to that top line, and that's a real dangerous power play. We talked about the fact uh, last week that they'd been kind of struggling over the past couple of weeks after being, you know, one of the top three power plays in the AHL. Um, they hadn't scored for a couple of weeks and it was rough. Well, they did find some success this past week and got a couple of power play goals. And it was that combination right there, um, you know, with Cooper Marodi, you know, with, Tanner Luzinski feeding Ali Lixall. It was, there were like two of the same goals uh, between the two games that found success and just the way that they manage those passes and, and get it cross ice so that there's a wide open net back door for Lixall to just bang it home. I mean, you would think that they couldn't do that repeatedly, but they do. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an amazing thing. You know, something else I wanted to mention, um, cause a lot of times fans will message me, how's this guy doing? How's that guy doing? Uh, Tanner Lisinski having a great year and I feel bad because I do feel like he could be helping the flyers on the fourth line, but they would have to divest of Nick yeah. Delorier. They would have to just say, we don't need Nick Delorier anymore because we got Tanner Lisinski. He's younger, stronger, faster. Uh, might get us some points. Maybe he's not going to fight as well. But at some point, you would hope the Flyers would make that jump and then give that a shot because I think he'd be up to the task. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't. Think. Yeah, I think you're you're spot on in terms of you know the kind of season that Tanner Lazinski is having with the team, and you know he's fourth on the team in scoring right now. But you look like he's got 18 assists, um, and that's what you want from yeah. him. He got three three assists this past weekend, um, just in two games. And yeah. um, he's like, not only can he manage the physicality of the game um, at the AHL level, but he just has like a heads up, like smarts about he's him that Delorier doesn't yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what you get with him that's a, a an advantage over Delorier. Yeah. And I 
It just seems like it's simple. I understand Delorier is good in the room. Like I said, he could be good in the room and sitting on the bench too. It's there's there's ways around it. But the Flyers cap situation is another thing that probably holds this up from happening. So that's you know that's another thing. I think so as well. And um, I, you know I do think that the Flyers are getting a little better about sitting Nick Delorier when they need to. Um, so a little better. Yeah, we'll see what happens here. But I think that uh, Tanner Lizinski has had a, a pretty positive season so far. We're going to talk a little bit more about this weekend and the games and some key takeaways, get into Ronnie Adder's game as well. Uh, and plus, we're going to hear from Russ about the All-American Prospects game. We're going to do that coming up next. It's the halfway point in the season, Flyers fans, and the team is still in the playoff hunt. Regardless of where we are in standings, I want to remind you that you can win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleepers are number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. Fans can also play Daily Fantasy NFL, M- NBA, MLB, CFB on Sleeper and Entries can be made in under a minute. All you have to do is pick whether superstars like Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, or Austin Matthews, plus the new guys like Connor Bedard, will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times your bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Flyers fans. You can win 100 times your money by playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can win big. Use promo code Locked On NHL and you get up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code Locked On NHL. See sleepers terms for use of details and locational availability. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports twenty four seven streaming channel over on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you twenty four seven, covering all the top sports stories of the day with local experts from Locked On. Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube to subscribe. Uh, Ronnie Adderd, I think, again, continues to impress. And it's it's so hard to see him, like, do all the things we want from a Flyers defenseman um, and and be down there. But again, like, I I don't think it's a bad thing that he's with the Phantoms. I, I just think maybe he deserves a look. Um, on Saturday, he had an incredible give and go with Elliot Denoyer um, to tie it up in, in that game. And just the fact that um, he's not afraid to crash the net and be the guy that takes the shot um, ultimately right. in the end. That, um, like, you know, we talk about Igor Zamula being good at five on five and the power play. I think Ronnie Adder, you could say the same. Like he, he knows when to step up offensively at five on five. Um, obviously he's more offensively oriented than Zamula, but I think that, you know, he's just really good on the power play and five on five. Right. So this is, this is the struggle. I would want Adder to come up, but not at the expense of Zamula. I would want them both to be playing up there right. and I would, and I would put Adder on the second power play and put Zamula on five on five. Now it's no slight to Zamula. He's, He's good on the power play, but this guy's better. Like, it's just, that's the way it yep. is. He, he is better at it. And I think you could do it even this year, but they're not gonna. And so like, even for next yeah. year, you have to wonder, 
if you bring up Adderd and you want to use him on the third pairing and give him power play, okay. But he really has the trajectory of possibly being a, you know, a top four guy. And so that's why I think he needs to get even some seasoning up there this year, because I think he needs that. He needs that carrot. Yeah. And I also think that he needs to reprove himself at the NHL level so right. that the team knows that he can handle it. Right. I think that, I, and I have no doubt that he can handle it, but I think that the Flyers need that information as well. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I mean, and that's the whole thing. It's like, I would do that, do that experiment before I extend Nick Sealer. Because if I do that, and this is a success, then what am I doing here? I may be blocking him. Yeah, and I think that you could sell high on Nick Sealer right now yeah. at the trade deadline. And it's not ridiculously high. You might get a third round pick. Like that's as high as you probably get. But hey, consider right. But that's selling high on Nick Steeler. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I think that you can get a solid asset in return. Um, And not that I don't like Nick Steeler and what he's been doing. I just think guys that that, you know are on the cusp here. And yes, we understand he's done a good job. He's been a good soldier. He'll do it somewhere else. But they, you know, he's not the future of the team. Yeah, yeah. Just a, a quick note about Friday's game uh, versus Hartford. Man, that was just a crazy physical game. I've never seen like a goalie get into it with a skater that way. Like, not never, but it. Yeah, I've seen it once in a while. It's rare. rare. It's rare. But for Louis Domingue to get a game misconduct yeah. <laughs> and literally swing his stick like a baseball bat at Garrett Wilson, like, Oof, that was a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. But, but uh, at any rate, uh, the Phantoms have a three-game week coming up. Uh, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, though. So hopefully we'll see Felix Sandstrom in net in two of those three games. They will be on the road in Rochester. And then a back-to-back against Cleveland, who are like the top team in the AHL or one of the top teams right now. So it's going to be a tough road trip. Yeah, it's going to be a hard one. Uh, Russ, you are traveling for the All-American Prospects game. Uh, what, did, what did you see? Yeah, it was interesting. Um, you know, the the highest pick here is Cole Eiserman, most likely, and uh, he had a good game. He's, he's just got a gear skating-wise that nobody else seems to have at that level. Uh, so he looked great. He played with Trevor Connolly, who also um, – ended up on his line they were practicing together i have a video of that that i'll probably post at some point and they look so good that early on they switched to him and those guys uh did create a great play and Connolly was he was ranked fifth by central scouting i've got him 14 but i think there's a chance that he could be a top 10 pick uh ej emery is is a guy that's i i interviewed him a couple of months ago and that was for um ep ringside and he told me, listen, I've got some offense in my game, but they put me in a role here. I've got to be a shutdown guy, a physical guy at times, and the offense will come. And he made a great offensive play in this game. He had a nice goal. And so if you look at him and the kind of build that he could have putting on the strength, Flyers should be seriously looking at him because he is going to be a riser. And that's a guy who could just flat out play defense and skate. And maybe there's some offense there, too. Another guy the Flyers should look at is Michael Haig. Even though he didn't score in this game, he played second-line center. He's a Canadian. Uh, he looked great. I think he's an emerging talent. He plays with the Chicago Steel. That's another guy who's got a high skill level. 
plays defense. He's got some height. I want to say 6'1 or 6'2. And he seems like it's starting to really click now for him because he had a shoulder injury last year. So even he said, you know, my shoulder's just about 100% now. feels as good as the other one. So second half of the season could be great for him. So these are the kinds of guys now that the Flyers have to look at for, like, you know, where they're going to possibly be in the first round. And so, you know, I gave you a few names there. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, Looking forward to continuing our pre-draft coverage. Of course, it's the new year. It's the same year as the draft now. So we're going to pick up steam in following some of those draft eligible prospects. I'll make my spreadsheet as per usual. I'm always excited to get the draft spreadsheet going. Uh, So look forward to that. You disappoint yourself a lot with it, too. Well, sometimes in terms of my um, getting not, attached not to players work. that the Flyers don't pick. Right. That's what happens. Yeah, I get attached to too many prospects. It's a problem. But uh, that will do it for today's show. Uh, tomorrow we will have that mailbag. And we're going to kind of look at that road trip uh, that just happened and what we can learn um, and what the Flyers can take forward into the next kind of gauntlet of games they have leading up to the All-Star break. Uh, you can send in your questions via Twitter at Lockdown Flyers. You can email us at LockdownFlyers at Gmail or comment over on YouTube. I am Rachel. I'm on Twitter at rmiriam. That's R-M-I-R-I-A-M. I'm Russ. I'm at Sportsology, S-P-O-R-T-S-O-L-O-G-Y. Have a great day, everyone.